Great. So I'm talking about mission tonight. And I guess if you only come home with one thing, is that mission is living a generous life. Thus the candy. Um, so what is mission? I have some quotes here. I'm just going to buzz through them. But I have them in writing. So you can look back. And you don't even have to pay attention right now. But you can if you want. So this is from St. John Paul II in in encyclical, which, fun fact, is a letter that the Pope does. So the Pope's write encyclicals. Um, It says, the church and every individual Christian within her may not keep hidden or monopolize this newness and richness which has been received from God's bounty in order to be communicated to all mankind. It's from Mission of the Redeemer. I think it has a Latin title, but I didn't want to try pronouncing it. Um, and then St. Edith Stein says, The nation doesn't simply need what we have. It needs what we are or who we are. Psalm 96, Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among the people. Um, this is John Paul II again. He says, I am a mission. Or no, this is Pope Francis. He says, I am a mission on this earth. That is the reason why I'm here in this world. We have to regard ourselves as sealed, even branded, by this mission of bringing light, blessing, enlivening, raising up, healing, and freeing. And St. Josephine Akita says, Love the Lord and pray for those who do not know him. What grace is to know God. Um, Mike Breen, who writes, Building a Discipling Culture, which is where we're getting some of this up in and out stuff, says mission is longing for others to walk with Christ. And then Matthew 28, this guy Jesus says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them in obeying everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So with all these quotes, there's like a couple things floating around. What are some things that stuck out to you about mission? Like as you were hearing those, what kind of was like, hmm, that sounds like mission. Well, it seems almost like selfish to keep it to yourself. Yeah. Like we have this great thing, and like to not share it is just selfish. Yeah, so like sharing this great thing. Uh, it's, it's needed. There's a need for it. There's a need. That's good. It's for everyone. It's for everyone. Yeah. Um, awesome. So, yeah. Um, the thing that stood out to me really well is this quote right here. Missing is longing for others to walk with Christ. I kind of think that hits hard because, like, anyone's missing regardless of what you believe or, like, what God tells you, like, is your role in life. It's never to be alone. Like, mm-hmm. it always works for you, like, standing with someone else or serving someone else. And, like, the missing that serves no one but yourselves is unfulfilling. Yeah, this idea of, like, going to other people, serving other people, having a purpose. Yeah. Um... So mission, mission is this going out, 
Um, it's sharing Christ. It's sharing this goodness that we have. Um, so we have this, um, I don't know if you guys have gone with the triangle, but you've been talking about up. So that's a relationship with God is up. And then in is our relationship with others. And then out is what we do with up and in is we go out. Um, and we need all of them. I like that it's kind of like a roof or it's kind of, I don't know if you, like we had built a campfire the other night and you like put the, you need like all three of them to hold it up, all the three logs. So it could be like a fire. <laughs> it's my flame. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, look okay, I have red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so the logs that keep your fire up. Mm. Isn't that deep? I think it's deep. Um, so yeah, this out of mission flows from having a relationship with God and having a community with each other and it it flows from that. And then it leads back into it, right? Because when you go on mission with people, you're bringing them into a relationship with God. You're bringing them into community with others. And then they're going to want to share that. And then it just keeps going. And going. Um, so John Paul II, in this encyclical called Mission of the Redeemer, he talks about paths to mission. And this is the square that you have. So we have witness. We have proclamation. We have conversion. And we have community. Um, and these are all aspects of mission, but they're also, he talks about it being a path. Um, Candy's got this ring. Sorry. <laughs> it won't open. They, they didn't do the little thing to make it terrible. So. What is it? It's an army. We have to make the goodness accessible. We can't. This is good. It's one thing to share it. But when we share it, we have to share it in a way that's accessible to other people so they can actually receive it. Yeah, I planted that, actually. Um, so, so witness. So first I'm going to talk about how these are ways to be on mission, and then I'm going to talk about how they all are a path to mission. Does, are you are you with me? Okay. So witness is you can be on mission just by being a witness. So living a life in Christ. Like if you walk with Christ, you're going to be serving the poor. You're going to be fighting against injustice. You're going to be 
reconciling with each other. You're going to be living this life that gives witness to who God is and what he's done in your life. Um, and you don't even have to say anything in order to inspire curiosity. People are going to see your life and think, why are they living like that? You know, why? It, like, COVID's happening, but these people are different. Um, or this final is stressing everyone out, but this person has hope. Or why does this, you know, why does Tim live in the dorms when he's old? Like, <laughs> why... Why does Danielle talk to people in line? Like, our, li our very lives, like, when we're walking with Christ, when we have this up relationship down, is going to give witness. And that is one way of being on mission. It's just by the witness of our lives. Um, another way is proclamation. So it's actually saying that Jesus is Lord. Like, telling somebody about Jesus, telling someone about God who lived and died and rose again, who forgives our sins. It's like saying the words of Jesus. And this can happen like randomly, like it could come up, someone could ask you, why do you live differently? Um, and you can say, Jesus. Um, there's an art to that, I think. Like, there's, um, this could happen, like, you could have a really good friend, and they could start asking you questions about your life, and um, you can tell them about Jesus. So this can happen, like, in small encounters or, like, with deeper friendships, but proclamation is a way to be on mission, is, like, actually telling people about Jesus, um, telling people the reason for your witness. Then conversion. So part of mission is in conversion, I don't know, maybe maybe you don't feel this way, maybe you do. I just want to throw it out there. But sometimes conversion and mission is like starts getting into like the intimidating realm, like I'm gonna go convert people or someone wants to convert me. And you get this idea. I think it's out there, this idea of like super intense in your face, kind of like you must convert. But conversion is just, it's a turning from one thing to another. So at some point when we're on mission and we're living this life and we're proclaiming Jesus, then we're part of being on mission is helping people turn from one thing to the other, turning from whatever way they're going to the Lord and to his goodness. And that's part of being on mission is helping people in that process, this turning um, in big ways or small ways. Like we can think of different ways people can turn. Um, and that's part of being on mission. And then community. Um, in this encyclical, it, he talks about local churches, um, but it's this idea that we want to strive to establish Christian communities everywhere because this in is really important. And it's not enough just for people to know of Jesus and to turn, to start walking with him. But, like, we need in, and people we're on mission to, they need in. So part of mission is bringing people 
to a place where they can have um, they can have brothers and sisters to live out their faith and to walk with Jesus. Um, so these things can all happen separately. They can all be. Um, you can think about different ways these could show up in your life. These are all ways you can be on mission now and for the rest of your life. But I think it also works as a path. Like you're living a life that gives witness. It's inspiring curiosity. People are asking like, who are you? What are you doing? Then you can say at some point, like bring up Jesus and your testimony and how Jesus has worked in your life. And then they're going to be like, uh, I'm not really living completely for Jesus. Maybe because they don't want to, maybe because they didn't know how. Um, and you can help them turn to start living for Jesus, and then you can bring them into community. And though there's some people in our life that will have the opportunity to walk this whole pathway, which is really, like, that's a really cool privilege to walk with someone from the beginning to telling them about Jesus, to helping them turn towards Jesus, to bringing them into a community where they can live it out. And sometimes we'll just be at different spots in someone's life. Um, so there's, there's two kind of people we can be on mission to in our lives. There's the short-term relationships. So that's just like, you know, I'm at the grocery store and I'm talking to the cashier or you're in line somewhere or you're getting your Rona testing and you strike up a conversation with the person sticking the swab up your nose. <laughs> like there's people who we just encounter for a second and sometimes we actually do have the opportunity to be on mission to them um, and we should always be ready to give witness, to save the name of Jesus. But sometimes, a lot of times in those short-term relationships, the witness is just our life um, and acting as a Christian. But sometimes we can like bring up Jesus, which is really cool. So there's the short-term relationships and there's the long-term relationships. So like those are your friends that you've known for a while. Those are people you have classes with every day. Those are that's your family. Um, sometimes and and that that is like a longer process you gotta play the long game but you want all these aspects and being on mission to them um, and the cool thing about your lives right now which may not be your lives forever but right now you guys are in a unique spot where you can really walk with people in a way that, like, I can't walk with people as much or, like, you can't walk with people as much, like, if you were in high school. But now you can meet someone at Trick Shot Tuesday and you can go grab coffee with them and they can be like, why are you guys standing out in the rain doing trick shots? And you can be like, well, the, like, we're part of this group that, like, loves Jesus and then you can like build a relationship with them over time. And then at some point, 
Jesus will probably come up and you can like talk about Jesus and maybe they know Jesus and maybe they don't know Jesus. And then you you know they might share start sharing with you about their life and you can help them with this conversion and like turning towards Jesus and and then you can bring them to community with other people. So I just want to encourage you, like, this is a unique time in your life when you're in college that you're able to, like, take people on these paths, this path of mission in a way that you might not always have the opportunity to. And maybe you will. I don't know about your life. Some people's lives, it is, like, really clear, and and sometimes it's less clear, you know? Like, if you're a teacher or an accountant or stay-at-home mom or, like, whatever path you are on after college, it's, there's less of this clear, like, path of mission. Um, so, so some questions to reflect on are, like, how am I living is my life a witness? Um, who am I speaking to? Like, who do I interact with on a daily basis? Is there opportunities um, to talk about Jesus, to talk about walking with him, to bring them into community? Um, how am I walking with other people? Like, am I living this up, in, and out? that I can bring other people into? Um, what am I saying about Jesus? Am I ready to, to talk about Jesus? Am I ready to speak about Jesus? Um, and so that's more um, mission on a general. And this is quote by Pope Francis. Like, I am a mission on this earth. And this is what I want to end with, is that each one of you is a mission on this earth. Like, yes, as Christians, we're called to be on mission. That's part of what the church is. It's part of what it means to be Christian. But, like, you are a mission on this earth. You carry the good news with you. Um, You have your own gifts. You have your own strengths. You have your own weaknesses. You have your own relationships. You have places that only you are, um, and you can be on mission because you are mission, <laughs> and that's for now, and that's for five years from now, and that's for ten years from now, that God has given you gifts and desires and passions and longings that are unique to you and that he wants to use and he wants to um, work with you and walk with you in encountering people, encountering his sons and daughters that he wants to be in relationship with. Um, So this is something that's going to change. Um, It's something you're going to learn more about and develop and I just want to encourage you to not put yourself in a box or to not, like, give up thinking about how 
am I called to be on mission? Um, and and briefly, there's this concept in the Gospels called people of peace. So when Jesus sent out the 72, he said, you know, knock on your doors and look for people of peace. And if they welcome you, stay. And if they don't, just shake the dust from your feet. And so in all of these relationships, part of mission is looking for people of peace. Like, who are the people who are welcoming me into their life in some way? Um, and, and that's where we want to lean towards for mission. It's less of, like, forcing somebody. Like, um, you don't want to talk to me, but I'm going to force you to talk to me. Or you don't want to come to this thing, but I'm going to force you to come to this thing. But look for people of peace. Look for people who um, who the Lord is putting in your life um, and who are open in some way to you um, or to hearing about Jesus. So, um, so, up, in, and out, as we know our identity as sons and daughters of God, as we know the goodness and the riches of God, then we're going to walk with each other. We're going to live a life that inspires curiosity. We're going to be, um, in some ways, we're like mission to each other a little bit, right? Like, I still need... Sarah to be a witness to me and I need Tim to tell me about Jesus from time to time and I need conversion <laughs> like constant conversion so within community within in we witness to each other but also we go out and we share of the riches and the goodness of the Lord and of Jesus to others because the gospel is good news, and it's good news to everybody. And I think I forget this sometimes, and I wonder if we all forget this sometimes, that good news, the gospel isn't just good news for some people. It's like, oh, it's good news for you, but it's not good news for you because you have to, like, change a bunch in your life or something like that. Like, the gospel of Jesus is good news for all people, and it's up to us to try to think about them, to think about how to present the gospel as good news, um, and to look for the people of peace, and to look for opportunities. So I just want to take a couple minutes here, and I want you guys to write down a couple people in your life who are these short-term relationships so, like, people you see every day, but, like, you're not going to have a long conversation with them. So maybe the person who swipes your card, or maybe, you know, that person that you're always brushing your teeth with for some reason in <laughs> the communal bathrooms, and you, like, smile at them. You know, those short-term relationships. So just take a second and write down some people you see in your life often. And then write down some people who um, are people in pe of peace, but more long-term people in your life. So maybe that's family for some of you. You might have family who doesn't know the richness 
of Jesus. Um, maybe that's someone you have class with. Maybe that's a professor even. Maybe that's someone you work with. So think of those people. And then just write a little prayer. I believe in you guys. You can do this. Write a little prayer in your own words, but something along the lines of, like, Lord, show me what you have for these people. Show me your heart for these people. Let me see how you want to love these people. Or maybe just pick one person and and write a prayer for that person. Because it starts, it starts with longing for others to walk with Christ. It starts with that. It starts with knowing the richness, the goodness of the Lord in my life, in your own life. And then it's looking for opportunities for witness, proclamation, conversion, community. And then it's doing it. And... That's the fun part. That's kind of the scary part, but that's also the fun part. Um, So I want you in the next two weeks before the next formation to pray this prayer every day and to start noticing opportunities. And then you can take it slow if you want. Like maybe just notice opportunities like, oh, this person's asking really good questions. I could bring up Jesus. <laughs> or um, this person seems really open. I could like invite them to women's night or men's night or something. Maybe just notice opportunities um, and then try and act on like one opportunity of mission in the next two weeks. So it could be something really small. It could be something kind of bigger. Um, and above all, the Holy Spirit is the, the missionary impulse. So the Holy Spirit wants to guide us and direct us and be with us in these missionary moments. So I don't, I'm not saying, like, just white-knuckle something. Like, don't just, like, make something happen. But, like, listen, be aware, pay attention, and then do the hard thing. This is what I tell my daughter, Ellie, like, we can do hard things. And she started telling me that, like, I was like, Ellie, can you come? She's three. I was like, can you come help me clear the table? She's like, no, Mom, you got this. You can do it. You you got it. And I was like, oh, shoot. (laughs) A little backfiring. But, and then in two weeks, I... I'm not going to be here, but I think it's awesome. Well, yeah, you guys will be here. In two weeks, like, you'll have stories of, like, either it being super awkward or it being super awesome or, like, maybe you got to pray with this person or maybe you, like, went and got coffee with someone or maybe 
Um, you just had a really good conversation, but you'll be able to see the goodness of the Lord. And sometimes it's awkward. That's fine. Awkwardness never hurt anybody. I'm sure Jesus had lots of awkward moments. Um, but we are mission. You are mission. We must go out because we've been given so much and the Lord is good. And we don't want to keep the goodness to ourselves. 